what agents really need to do, in my opinion, is learn how to be listing focused, how to prospect and find opportunities, and then how to land the listing at your commission and at the right price. And that's what my push program is all about, the language that you need in order to go out and land the listings and get them to pay you your 6% commission and get them to price the property correctly. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Vulcan 7 Coaches and Mentors. We have had so many amazing guests. So if you haven't caught up or watched any of our previous episodes, go ahead and watch that. They are on YouTube and on our podcast. And with that being said, we have another amazing guest today, David Radney. So David, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So for everyone that's watching that maybe is not familiar with you, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. So I live in New Jersey. I am a real estate prospecting coach. And what I do is really help agents understand the power of using scripts and how to overcome objections and to master the listing presentation. So on my professional side, that's what I do. Uh, I am married 22 years. I have two beautiful daughters who are 15 and 17. One's headed to college very soon. And uh, we have a, a chocolate lab, Charlie. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> well, I'm glad that, that we're having a conversation today. Um, something that I want to talk about, and I know you're an expert at, and hopefully you can give a lot of knowledge to our agents, is regarding, you know, okay. getting comfortable with getting uncomfortable with the uncomfortable. You know, we don't know whether it's prospecting, who's going to answer. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so the, the reason why this is so important for me to talk about is because in, early on in my career, I had a, an issue with public speaking. And a lot of people get into real estate not really understanding. It's a people business. And you have to be really comfortable engaging people and talking to people, presenting in front of people. And there are so many people that join real estate, join the training company, get the training and get the know-how, but never implement and take action because it's out of their comfort zone. And so what, what's really important for me to make sure that people understand is that you're never going to be comfortable, right? It's always going to feel a little uncomfortable and we need to really focus on getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And so what I shared just last week, I had to present in front of leadership and I got up there and I did a decent job and people are like, great job. And I'm like, I want you to understand I was a little uncomfortable being up there. But I also understand that what I have to present and what I have to talk about is extremely valuable. And if I let my discomfort keep me from getting up there, then I'm missing out on opportunities. And I see too many agents that aren't taking action. They're not calling their database, people they know, because they're uncomfortable doing that. They're not calling for sale by owners. They drive by and they see the signs or they're getting the list every, every day from Vulcan and they're not calling because they're uncomfortable having that conversation. It's okay to be uncomfortable. What's not okay is for you to sit back on the sidelines and not get in the game. You have to get in the game in order to have success. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even as you're mentioning that, it brings me back to when I got into the business as a real estate agent. It was very uncomfortable mm -hmm. to pick up the phone and call these expireds. And I think the big problem with agents is that we start creating all of these different scenarios in our head of what can go bad or things that, you know, the potential client can respond. And sometimes it doesn't even happen. 
um, over time, as you continue to, to make the calls, talk to people, you start getting more comfortable and confident. So what are some steps that agents can take to start getting outside of their comfort zone and taking action? So, so for me, it's just baby steps. It's just doing a little bit more every single day and start having these conversations. The biggest thing I would say, we, we all know we should be role playing and, and practicing our scripts. But if you really want to get out of your comfort zone, you just need to pick up the phone and call it for sale by owner. And so what I would say is take your sales hat off. When you first call the for sale by owner, don't make it about how great you are, how great your company is, how much money you can make them. Just get on the phone and have a human conversation. Find out why they're selling their house. Find out what their motivation is and really understand that motivation. And through the power of asking questions, it takes a lot of pressure off of you because if you're asking the questions, they're doing all the talking. If you're not making that call about you and needing to get your next sale, but you're making it about what's important to them and what their motivation is, it's really easy for you to understand they're not interviewing you. You're interviewing them to find out if they're even worth your time, if those are the people you actually want to help. And so that can help you get out of your comfort zone if you take your sales hat off in the beginning and just make the call and just be a human and seek to understand what they're looking to accomplish by getting their property sold. That's just one quick example. Yeah, and I think along with that is coming from a place of contribution and being a problem solver. Yes. Because obviously many times these people have some type of issue or there's a reason why they wanted to sell, which goes back to the motivation that you brought up. Yes. And a lot of times as agents, especially when we're newer in the business, we're trying to get down through all of the questions in the script that we forget to listen. Yes. And listen, motivation is the biggest thing. So a lot of people will have someone call and say, hey, I need to sell my house and they'll drop everything and run to their home for a listing appointment where I slow down that whole process. Why are you selling? Why is that important to you? What is that move actually gonna do for you and your family? And ultimately once I help you get your home sold and you're in that new house and that new location, how's that make you feel? Like I need to understand that motivation because using your words, our job is to be a problem solver. In order to solve the problem, we need to truly understand what it is first. I yeah. agree. I agree with you. And, and, and sometimes we're not going to be able to solve the problem. And maybe that person shouldn't sell, or maybe they're, oh, they're thinking the price is over here when reality is down here. Yes. And we have to also realize that we can't just take any client or help absolutely everyone just that comes our way. No, and we shouldn't. <laughs> we shouldn't. There are a lot of people we should, we should turn down. And there are a lot of times we even get rejected and they don't want to work with us. And we have to understand sometimes that rejection is for our protection. Those aren't clients we would have wanted anyhow. Mm -hmm. So the way you find that out is by asking a lot of questions and, and you know, really digging deep. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, one of the bigger issues also that I always see is agents that are ready to start prospecting. They're ready to make calls or so that's what they say. And then they, they get a service like Vulcan seven, they start getting the phone numbers and they never pick up the phone. Mm -hmm. Or they're like, or they pick it up. And they're like, uh, maybe someone's going to yell, yell at me. I'm not going to do it today. So what would you say to those agents? I would say, <laughs> I'm going to share with you something. Um, I go hiking every Monday and I was listening to a podcast yesterday and they were talking about basketball players. And they said, you know, look at two of the top basketball players in, in, in the world, you know, Kobe Bryant and LeBron James, right? 
Kobe had over 33,000 points, LeBron James over 38,000 points. However, if you really dig into it, they also had the most missed shots ever. They were taking shots and they didn't hit every shot, but because they were in the game and they were taking action, they ended up being the top in their game. And I just have to tell the agents, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. You have to get on the phone. You have to make the call. And what you have to understand, we're not telemarketers trying to get you to extend your, your car service. We actually are calling because you have a need and we can actually help you solve that problem. And we have to get on the phone and call those people and engage those people. It's a numbers game and it's a contact sport. And if we're, in order for us to make it in this business, especially right now in this current market we're in, we have to do way more contacts than we were doing before. So picking up the phone and saying, ah, uh, I'm not sure if they're going to want to talk to me. Listen, you already don't have a business. What do you have to lose from calling? Call. Make the call. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what I would think, too. Um, I say, you know, if they yell at me or if I mess up, they don't know what I look like. I'm probably never going to see them in my life. So like, just move on. And I think, you know, a lot of agents, that's what holds them back because they started creating these scenarios in their head. And look, at the end of the day, if you're not making the calls, another agent would have the skill is going to set the appointment yeah. and get those commission checks. So that's what motivated Absolutely. me personally to make those calls. Cause I'm like, Joe Schmo over there. I know I'm much better than them. I got to make these phone calls, whether I want to do it or not. <laughs> And listen, when they yell at you and hang up on you, for me, it was like, okay, game on, because I know the average agent's going to take that lead and throw it in mm -hmm. the trash. But we don't know what people are going through. Look at what's happening in the world yeah. right now. People have a reason to be upset and be emotional. We may just have called them on an off day. I'm not going to throw that lead away. I'm going to call back the next day. They're not going to remember me. And I'm going to continue to call until they sell it on their own, they hire someone else, or until they hire me. So... Don't give up so easily. Don't let that don't let that no up front turn that into a not yet. I always say instead of no, it's not yet. They're just not mm -hmm. ready yet. They're not motivated enough. They haven't heard the right thing from me. I haven't asked the right questions yet, but it's never a no until they list with someone else or they sell it themselves. Exactly. And from my experience, what I have also noticed is that the more upset someone is where they start going off telling me their experience, Many times they're the most motivated because they absolutely wanted to sell. Yep. Yep. We just need to learn how to say things like, tell me more about that. We need to lean into mm -hmm. it and be a listener and let them start talking to us. They'll give us all the information we need to get, get that listing. We just have to be better listeners than talkers. Exactly. And something that you brought up in the beginning uh, were scripts and obviously how to have good conversations. So obviously there's a lot of the same questions that we ask, but what makes an agent different in terms of the script or tonality or what would you say are, are some of the first things that agents have to work on to make sure that they're having better conversations? So for me, it's, it's taking the script and really internalizing the script. And so several ways to do that, write it down several times, read it out loud, role play it. But you really want to take that script and internalize it. So you're not thinking about what you want to say next. You're actually listening to the seller. And I see this as a major issue with most agents I, I talk to. They're so busy thinking of how to respond to what the seller's saying. They're not getting the full story and they're missing those key components of the conversation where you can actually pull more information to help you land the opportunity with that seller. 
So it's internalizing the script. That's the most important thing. And then also practicing your objection handlers enough so that it just comes off. When they say, well, you lower your commission, the answer is no. Do you have any other questions? You're not, you're not afraid of that. You just know how to respond because you've practiced that response so much and it's internalized. I love how you responded right there where you just said, no, do you have any other questions? And that makes you come across very confident. And I think sometimes as agents, we get scared of saying, oh no, because we think, oh, we're so desperate for getting that client that if we say one thing that maybe they don't wanna hear, they're just gonna hang up. When in reality, they might just be like, okay, I still wanna hire you. Where do I sign or let's get together? Absolutely. And, and so many times we're negotiating against ourselves. We end up lowering the commission and we didn't have to, but we feel desperate. Mm -hmm. it's, it's something that's called commission breath, where you feel like you have to say what they want to hear. And if you yeah. just set 6%, any other questions, and you sat there in that silence for a couple minutes, most of the time, yeah. to your point, they'll say, okay, where do I sign? Again, yeah. And again, it comes with confidence. Obviously, if someone's like, stumbling or like, uh, maybe I'll do it for five. I mean, that's kind of when I feel like you start losing a client because they can sense, okay, you know, this agent's kind of weak. I could probably get with a, get away with a little bit more. Absolutely. And I, I learned this and I don't remember who I learned it from, but I always said to people, I don't lower my commission. I'm a bulldog. I fight hard for my commission. Here's the benefit of that for you. I'm going to fight equally as hard to make sure your equity is protected. And if I can't defend how I get paid, Am I going to do a good job defending the equity in your home? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've had the same situations with for sale by owners where they tell me, you know, I'm only going to hire you for 4%. And I say, you know, at 4%, you're better off hiring another agent. I can't do it for that. And then I end up walking away. And then a month or two later, they reach back out to me because they knew I was still the best choice over all of the discount brokers that, that they ended up selecting. Absolutely. And for me, I would have said, what's important to you about 4%? Like, why is, it, why is that the number? Well, so, someone mm -hmm. else said they would do it for four. Well, haven't they already showed you what type of negotiator they are? Is that the person you want handling your biggest asset? Or do you want someone like me that understands my value and I understand the value in your home as well? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, these are all great. If you guys are watching this, make sure that you're taking notes. You're probably going to have to rewind because the lines that David is saying, you're going to definitely be able to use them as you're making these calls. So David, tell us about any coaching or programs that you have going on that agents can also get involved with. Yeah. So my program is PUSH. It stands for Prospect Until Success Happens. I actually have my next class starting up November 2nd. And here's what I have to say in this current market, it's tough being the buyer agent, especially what they're looking at doing with the commissions. I mean, we, we've all been hearing this conversation. What agents really need to do, in my opinion, is learn how to be listing focused, how to prospect and find opportunities, and then how to land the listing at your commission and at the right price. And that's what my push program is all about, the language that you need in order to go out and land the listings and get them to pay you your 6% commission and get them to price the property correctly. So I would invite anyone to my, my uh, website, which is David Radney Push, or you can find me on Instagram at David Radney Push. Check me out. I, I have a lot of great content that I give out for free. And if you see value there and you feel like I can help you, I'd love to talk to you about my, my coaching program. Awesome. And we'll make sure to have all of the links in the description box below. Now to wrap it up, David, 
What would be three things that you would have agents do right now if they're looking to step up their game, transition from being a buyer's agent to a listing agent in the next few months? And that, well, first thing is take push. <laughs> It'll train you on that. But here's the thing I really want you to understand. If you really want to get serious, you have to understand this is a business and you have to learn how to time block, especially when you're mourning. And that's when you should be practicing your scripts. That's when you should be on the phone doing your lead gen and doing your follow-up. And so you need to have a system for success and you need to have role play partners that you can go back and forth with and practice having these conversations with because you don't want to practice on your paycheck. That's what you're doing when you get in front of a seller and you haven't practiced with another agent. Start practicing. Sweat and practice so you don't bleed in war, right? Practice with your role play partners. Understand the scripts. Internalize the scripts. Understand how to overcome the objections and walk in and have confidence. And it's okay if you're nervous. It's okay if you're uncomfortable. Do it anyhow. It's okay. Just go in there and show them who you are and what you can do. You have to believe it, though, and you believe it by taking little steps every day to get better and better. Just baby steps every day. Awesome. There you go. So you heard it. Baby steps and get comfortable with the uncomfortable. And, you know, you're going to mess up, but it's OK. You're going to get better every single time. And then you're going to be so confident that you're you're going to get to a position. And I think you would agree that you can turn away business and not have to work with clients that don't value you or don't see your worth and what you bring to the table. I completely agree with you. But the only way you get to that point is if you're lead gending and doing enough follow up mm -hmm. where you have potential business in your pipeline. If you don't have that, you're going to end up taking overpriced listings and working with people you don't want to work with because you have nothing else going on. Shame on you if that's the case. You, you have to treat this like a business. You have to prospect. That's your one thing you should be doing every day. Exactly. Awesome. Well, there you go. Thank you, David, once again, for being on the show, for all of the valuable information that you dropped. Thank so davidradneypush.com is your website. Make sure everyone to check it out and get involved with the program and anything that David has going on. So thank you, I David, once it. again. Thank okay. you.